Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so let's talk some TV and movies. All week, we're celebrating the birth of the United States Marine Corps. Um, you're going to have to bear with me. I'm still sick. You can go back and listen to Monday's show about how awesome the weather has been here and how everybody is sick. So just, I'm sorry. Uh, but and I'd rather come to you with a bad voice instead of copping out and just replaying some old shows because you deserve better than that. So today we're going to look at the amazing, amazing history that the Marines have had in motion pictures. And when I say amazing, I mean, it is going back to 1918. So over a hundred years ago, you know, the dawn of cinema, the Marines have been a major, major part of everything. I mean, some of the names we look at today are the most brilliant and amazing actors and directors to ever grace uh, film. And some surprises, too. Like, well, the, the film from 1918. It's a short film called The Star-Spangled Banner. And it was... Uh, it's hard to describe. It's really just supposed to show pictures uh, of what is being sung during the Star-Spangled Banner, but the Marines made it, and they used it as kind of a, not only a recruitment tool, but, you know, just to to gain power, I guess power, I hate to say power, because that makes it sound like it was kind of underhanded, oh, we're going to gain some power, no, they used it to gain favor, that's a better word, of not only Congress and stuff, but the public, you know. And for years and years, they've always helped out with films being made about them, uh, whether it be having advisors loaned out to movie productions or equipment, extras, locations, just kind of whatever Hollywood is needed, the Marines have been there to, you know, help them out and make sure that everybody is on the right page. Um, and the joys of that right page is it's their page. So, you know, it's kind of one of those, yes, they're helping out, but they're also, uh, you know, they're, they're getting stuff out of it too, which is which is good for them, you know. But, like I said, going back uh, after that, you know, 1926, another silent film, starting Lon Chaney Sr., called Tell It to the Marines. And a, a common thing you'll find, especially in these older films, is it's usually two Marines who fall for the same girl and, you know, either have to put their differences aside to fight the the Chinese or communism or something, um, something in Central America, and they, you know, become friends and things work out in the end. Uh, and this is where that all kicked off. And then you had 
in 19, also in 1926, a movie called What Price Glory? And this would spawn a, a lot of sequels. I mean, The Cockeyed World, Women of All Nations, Hot Pepper, and Call Out the Marines. Now, what is interesting is this was directed by a man named Raoul Walsh. Raoul Walsh was super important in the early days of film. He played John Wilkes Booth in Birth of a Nation. Uh, while controversial, is still one of the most iconic and important films in cinema. He would go on to become one of the founding members of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, the people that give out the Oscars and everything. And he's directed I mean, John Wayne, Humphrey Bogart, James Cagney, everybody. But he is a name that we're going to see multiple, multiple times on this list. And um, I think that's interesting because he actually served in the army, but he directed a lot of films about Marines and what price glory was one of the first ones. Um, going on 1934, you had the Marines are coming 1940, the Marines fly high, which had Lucille ball in it. And, uh, she needs protection from bandits and stuff. And I sees Marines to help 1942 wake Island directed by John Farrow. With Brian Dunleavy and McDonald Carey, which is talking about the Battle of Wake Island, which was after the attack on Pearl Harbor. Um, Gung Ho, starring Randolph Scott from 1943. Uh, one movie I think is really interesting is called The Sixth Marine Divisions on Okinawa. This was a film that came out in 1945 and it talks about the 6th Marine Division at the Battle of Okinawa and it came out not too long after the after it all went down it's a fairly short film 47 minutes but what's interesting about it is it was produced by the United States Marines they wanted to show you know basically kind of show off like and talk about how important that battle was and what it did um, for morale and what it did for strategy and just everything like that. And plus it had flamethrowing tanks and everybody loves flamethrowers and tanks and it's really great. And, uh, they, you know, paid respects at the end of the film has a whole eulogy for those who died during the battle of the Island and has a, they go and visit this big graveyard before they let you know that they're going on to fight again. They're going on to the next mission. And that same year, we also saw To the Shores of Iwo Jima from the United States Marines. And pretty much the same thing. It goes down to show um, how things went down in Iwo Jima, including that flag raising by, uh, well, not by, Bill Ganoss, but he took the picture. And, you know, again, it, I mean, propaganda is a word that's thrown around a lot of negative connotation, but I think here they were generally trying to show, hey, you know, this is what we're doing, this is what we do, check it out. And I think that's pretty neat. Uh, in 1949, they would actually make a movie called Sands of Iwo Jima, which starred John Wayne. And a lot of actual Marines. This is also where we get the phrase lock and load. 
Uh, many people will credit this movie for that. And President Truman said that the film is what uh, it was such a big propaganda machine. And again, he, he kind of uses it in a questionable manner here, but it was such a big propaganda machine that it was bigger than Joseph Stalin's. And that's saying something, <laughs> you know. Uh, John Wayne would also, a few years later, play a Marine in The Flying Leathernecks in 1951. Halls of Montezuma came out that same year, which was a, a pretty cool movie from Lewis Milestone. Then you'd have a comedic movie called Here Come the Marines, and it had the Bowery Boys. This is 1952. And it slaps at comedy, but they also solve a murder and find dead bodies and go to this gambling ring, and it's all... It's, it's interesting. It's the best... Thing 1952 had to dark humor, uh, I guess, what you could say. What Price Glory, directed by John Ford, starring James Cagney. Now, this is just like that 1926 movie we talked about from Raoul Walsh. And this movie would be really important because uh, a lot of people over the years have said that this film is what wanted them to join the Marines and wanted them to go go into it. And uh, some other films have too. I mean, not only the ones the Marines themselves made, but stuff like The D.I. that we'll look at or Full Metal Jacket, um, Battle Cry, Shores of Hell, things like that. That's something that Marine films do. And like I said, that's what they've been trying to do since day one over 100 years ago is do all of that, and so that's pretty neat. Raoul Walsh comes back in 1955 with Battle Cry, um, and then D.I. is in 1957, directed and starring Jack Webbs, and then in the late 50s, early 60s, I mean, you had all these movies. Sidney Poitier was in All the Young Men. Raoul Walsh comes back for Marines, Let's Go, which is a comedy, kind of. Um, like I said, all these that are comedies are kind of weird. Tony Curtis and The Outsider, this goes on and on and on. Arlie Ermey kind of first shows up in The Boys and Company C in 1978. Clint Eastwood's, uh, one of his better movies, Heartbreak Ridge from 86, was really good. And then you'd have Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket in 1987, which saw Arlie Ermey, Matthew Modine, and Vincent D'Onofrio. This movie, everybody knows the first half of this movie. Uh, I think it's interesting how once they leave boot camp, People don't remember all the details as well, but is is what it is. Uh, on the heels of that, in 1989, you had Born on the Fourth of July from Oliver Stone with Tom Cruise. And this goes through the whole thing from a young kid, excited, signing up, joining the war, leaving, feeling betrayed, being disabled, uh, then protesting it. I mean, it, it runs the full gambit. And it won a lot of awards, you know, because of all of that. Uh, Tom Cruise would also be in A Few Good Men, directed by Rob Weiner in 1992 with Jack Nicholson, Demi Moore, Kevin Bacon. Probably, we've talked a few comedies on here, but if I had to pick a favorite Marine comedy, it would definitely be Major Pain, the 1995 film, which is silly and crazy, but, you know, it's kind of that heart of gold type stuff. Uh, Tom Lee Jones and Sam Jackson in Rules of Engagement is is really good the guy who wrote it is actually a former secretary of the navy 
So that's pretty neat. John Woo's Wind Talkers with Nick Cage and Christian Slater is underrated, I feel like, but still worth checking out. Um, 2005 saw Jarhead from Sam Mendes and Jake Gyllenhaal. That really put him on. I mean, a lot of people knew him and liked him, but this was like, okay, this dude can do more than talk to a giant rabbit. Uh, Flags of Our Fathers, another Clint Eastwood great, came out in 2006. And it had another film, the Let- Letters from Iwo Jima, which they kind of went hand in hand together, showing the different sides. Generation Kill was a HBO miniseries. They got a lot of acclaim. Brothers with Toby McGuire and Jake Gyllenhaal coming back. I mean, even Battle Los Angeles, where they fight aliens. Aaron Eckhart was a Marine. So... Any situation, you know, we talked about this a little bit with video games. We just saw whether it's comedy or sci-fi, like Halo stuff or Battle of Los Angeles or, you know, anything. Both Home Abroad, Lucille Ball, Arlie Ermey, everybody. I mean, Marine movies bring out the talent, bring out all these phenomenal people and phenomenal directors and you know, apparently paid Raul Walsh's bills for a while, which is really interesting and really cool. And uh, there's just so many great ones. I mean, we just blew through it and skimmed the surface of some of the great movies. Let me know what's your favorite movie with Marines. Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just look for The Night Nerd. Or if you want to get on a deep conversation, you know, about... Uh, the inaccuracies of this, or this is a great movie, or whatever, you know, if you want to have a big, big talk, email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. What you fear most?